This episode of the Second Floor Podcast is brought to you by Shift by Alberta Innovates. Our province is a hotbed of innovation. Now, in Season 2, Shift's hosts Katie Dean and John Hagen put the spotlight on Albertan innovators working to improve the world, one ripple at a time. Here's a taste of the Shift Podcast by Alberta Innovates. Make Shift by Alberta Innovates your next podcast binge. Join us as we take a deep dive with the people that are driving Alberta's 21st century economy. These global movers and shakers are working to solve today's challenges, create new opportunities, and build a healthy, sustainable, and prosperous future for Albertans today and for generations to come. Just when you think you know all about Alberta, we're here to shift your perspective. I don't know if I could stress this enough. We have a top three institution in arguably the most important technology in the entire world right now. We will prove a lot of people wrong by coming out of this even stronger. And the way we will do it is by finding ways to help businesses be cash flow positive and by willing to you know, find the ways that we can help. We're just starting to scratch the surface. And I mean, Calgary just this uh, last month announced the fact that they broke their record again for venture capital investment. And some of this is in fintech, some of this is in a whole bunch of different areas where we originally didn't even you know, have these types of core industries in Alberta. We have diversification in our DNA. We just have forgotten about it. Sincerely, we are blessed in Alberta to have all the infrastructure that we do have. Tune in to Shift by visiting shift.albertainnovates.ca or your favorite podcast app. What up, y'all? Cash is here from the Second Floor Podcast. Welcome to the Calculated Coffee series. Another banger of an episode for those who are creatives, for those who are filmmakers. I get a chat with two brothers who are absolutely killing it in my city, who I have had the pleasure to collaborate with, to work with on different client work. Um, just overall great guys and, and masterminds at, at what they do. I bring to you Mo and Mazin Mafuz. So for those who don't know who Mo and Mazin are, I'm gonna just give you a brief little overview right now. Mo and Mazin run Be A Dreamer Films or Bad Films. Mo is a director and an executive producer. Mo approaches each project as a story waiting to be told. His philosophy is that video is a powerful medium to bring stories to life by showing their complexities and discovering the true narrative that lies underneath our initial impression. Through his creative use of film, music, and pace, he's able to create a unique cadence and rhythm that matches a story's heartbeat. Mo received the 2019 Rising Star Award at the Canada International Film Festival and the 2018 Rosie Award for Best Cinematographer for Indra's Awakening Drama, Under 30 Minutes. One of his notable projects, Nike, the Goddess of Victory, has been screened at the Edmonton International Film Festival 2020 with an exclusive run on Apple TV+. The Valencia South Europe International Film Festival 2020, the Barcelona Planet Film Festival 2019, the Jelly Film Festival 2019, and the Indie Short Fest in 2019. Mazin is a post-production master and a sound engineer. Mazin is a professional singer slash songwriter, sound engineer, and video editor. He brings his musical background to film by ensuring each project has its own melodic identity and rhythmic progression. 
With great attention to detail, he ensures that the audio accompanying the visuals is purposeful and technically sound in order to enhance the narrative of the film and develop the story. His notable projects, Donut Day, Where Do You Wander, The 50th, and Nike, The Goddess of Victory, which Mazin post-produced, have been screened at the Edmonton International Film Festival, the Edmonton Short Film Festival, the Valencia South Europe International Film Festival, the Indie Short Film Fest, and the International Mobile Film Festival. I'm super excited to get into this conversation. We talk about the current state of creators and filmmakers. We talk about tips on those starting in film, what they can do to, you know, get to the next level. And in their personal experiences, how they've been able to kind of maneuver all their creative work and create an actual business from it. So. I'm super excited. This conversation was fantastic. Make sure to follow Mo and Mazin. I have the links in the description below, as well as if you guys want to listen to the full conversation and really get into the nitty gritty where we talk about tips and, and what those who are creatives can do to elevate uh, in their respective, uh, you know, art or creative uh, works. Make sure to follow my Patreon, patreon.com slash caches to listen to the entire thing. I also personally give a lot of other, you know, filmmaking tips, uh, marketing tips, uh, strategies, and all the other conversations I've had on the Calculated Coffee series, full conversations are all there. So make sure to make sure to check that out. Without further ado, guys, let's dive in. Mazin, welcome to the Second Floor Podcast, guys. Woo! Finally, that was uh, finally. It, it only took a couple of years. Oh man, <laughs> we've been excited to be uh, on this podcast, and uh, we're blessed to be here. You know, it's an honor. Thank you. No, it's uh, it's an honor for me to have you guys on, and as fellow filmmakers, creatives, I uh, I'm excited for this conversation, man. I think. Uh, I think I wanted to kind of start off um, just to get the ball rolling and kind of wanting to know how you guys got into, you know, the filmmaking, the creative side of things. Um, when did that start for you guys? Like, was it was it very early on? Did it come out in university? Uh, you know, I know I know Mazin's a fantastic artist as well on the on his own, but I know Mo, I'm not really familiar with your background. <laughs> All right. I know we've just, we, yeah. So I want to know. Where did uh, where did all this creative stuff come about? Um, well, first of all, I want to say this is uh, unusual for you to do this because it's all virtual. But <laughs> I think uh, we have to adapt to this whole crazy world we're living right now. So, uh, yeah. you know, being virtual right now is still uh, an interesting time. But to answer your question, um, to be honest, I've always been curious since I was little. For myself, I'm speaking for myself. I'll let him speak uh, <laughs> for him, for himself. I'm gonna. I, that's look. like the first. That would be the first time he always speaks on my behalf. Holy, <laughs> that's just the, that's just what happens. That's all, brother. Bro, you give me a bone, I'm gonna take the whole thing. All right. So, anyways, let me begin. Oh, I'm just kidding. Well, I was born before you, so uh, I'll yeah. I'll start with my myself first. Um, you know, I think uh, I mean curiosity started probably when I was little. It's funny enough, like 
uh, my, my parents always used to like film us when we were little. So I'm always like just watching them filming us. And, you know, just there's so much VHS tapes out there of us. And then I'm always like curious about this like crazy VHS camera. So like that was probably my curiosity started back then. I would say that's the early, yeah. early stage. And then when he was uh, when he was born, he started singing at two and a half. Like who's so, like wow. this guy started singing before he was talking. Yeah, so, that's <laughs> amazing. Go go ga ga go 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 ga ga ga. All right, all right, go, all right, go, all right, go. All right. So, <laughs> and then um, yeah. I would say like uh, fast forward to you know we moved we moved to Canada. I would say like my curiosity started or my the, the second phase that I got into filmmaking and you know photography and all that was when I bought this like Nokia N ninety five and. <laughs> That was like my first camera that I actually had. It was a phone camera and I was just taking pictures of everything, filming everything, like just whatever interest interested me, you know what I mean? And then fast forward to like getting at my actual first like, you know, DSLR camera, then I'm just taking photos like left and right and not really thinking too much of it as like a profession. It's more of like a hobby, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then uh, from there, um, the moment that really kind of changed the course of like, okay, we're going to take this seriously is in 2011, um, he did his first mixtape and we wanted to do a music video. Um, and uh, at the time I had a Canon T3i and for those who don't know, it does both video and photos. And then we're like, well, we don't know any filmmakers out there that can do video. So why not just do it ourselves because since he's been editing since in grade seven and i was like well let's just spend a summer you know filming this music video and it was like a remake of fireworks by uh, drake um uh, and, uh, yeah. and alicia keys so it was uh it's still out there on the internet you can look it up on youtube if you guys are interested uh see our mm. first first uh type of work out there <laughs> and then um you know we did it and then it was like all right, well, that's kind of cool. What do we do next? And then it, it kind of just snowballed. Like one thing, you know, people saw it. People were like asking us to do some videos. And then one thing to another. I was at university at the time. And then by the time I graduated, I'm, we're like doing so many projects that we just moved on to like taking this like seriously as a business. And then we went into the, you know, the business side of things. Um, that's kind of like the short version. I don't want to like give you a long tangent answer, but uh, that's kind yeah. of my interest. But actually, I will also say this. But in 2007, I really wanted to become a music producer. I love music. Like it's funny because music to me is more. It's something that I wanted to do more than filmmaking. But I love filmmaking so much that I realized that like it's way more. You're able to fuse the music and the and the pictures together to create a whole story rather than just the music by itself. But don't get me wrong, I love music. And music is the essence of why you know, I love filmmaking. So uh, I just want to- Music is the beat of life, uh, yeah. right? It's the drum. <laughs> That's right. The pulse. The drum. <laughs> so yeah, I just want to preface that, but. Yeah, what about you, Mazin? Uh, I mean, I don't really have much to add on to what he said. Like the only tweak that I would, that I would make to uh, everything he said was, I personally feel like when we made that music video in whatever, whenever it was, 2011 or 2012. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll double check I, that. But. I wouldn't necessarily say that's when we started taking it seriously because I feel like that was still um, us trying to see and experiment what's possible with the equipment that we had. 
we didn't really start taking things seriously until like I don't know maybe 2013 or 2014 when we first did like our yeah. first paid project because it's like oh crap because yeah. at first it's like and I'm sure you can agree with me on this there comes a point it's okay so we're filming right and then you you make videos right you start out making videos just for yourself and then there comes a point when somebody approaches you and says I want to pay you for your work <laughs> And that changes the whole the whole thing. It, then there's a lot more pressure, and then you know it's like oh, I gotta I gotta perform, I gotta like deliver. Um, so that I would say that's when you really start taking it seriously. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It was uh, 2012 was when we released that music video, but uh, 2011 is when he started the the the, the teaser, the 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 whole uh, mixtape. Right. Yeah, because remember we did a teaser first, and then a year later, right, we right. put out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, it's so it was like from twenty from twenty eleven to twenty fourteen, there was just like a lot of like just fun projects, like you know university like SU campaigns to like personal videos. It's funny because I never even considered like YouTube as like a social media world to like jump into it. Uh, it was just yeah. like learning, like because there's no there was no film school in Edmonton, Alberta. And there was no music production school that was like really good. Uh, yeah. And so it was just learn off the internet. And that's when YouTube was, you know, the information started like trickling in and people just sharing stuff. And the next thing you know, like, like Mazin said, 20, 2014 is when, you know, we graduated with the academy <laughs> from YouTube. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then we, we registered our first business. So, um, first brand name i guess because we went through a couple of phases of different brand names yeah. but yeah that's uh that's kind of like the genesis the genesis of our uh the genesis <laughs> of our uh filmmaking path and then music as well so they kind of go they kind of go hand in hand in a way they do yeah. uh not for myself as a like, i'm not a musician i'm just more of like a person in the background that just you know, it's like a second year for him that, you know, we still debate about some songs that I hate about that. that I, sorry, I hate that some songs that you made. I hate some songs that you made and then he loves them. And then I'm just kind of like, bro, like you got to just tweak this. And he's like, nah, I'm putting my foot down and yeah. <laughs> we're not changing it. And I was like, all right. Well. And actually, <laughs> if I can speak on that, I think uh, one thing that I've learned over the years is just like the idea of like artistic integrity because before I really pretty much used to take your word as like martial law. You know what I mean? So you'd say something. I would disagree with you because like I just always have to disagree with you. And then afterwards, I like stay by myself and I'd be like, I'll change it, whatever. Okay, fine. I'll do yeah. it. Right. Yeah. But now I'm kind of yeah. like, no, like you need to give me like a. Like, you know, back up your claim. You need to give me evidence. Yeah. You need to give me, you know, proof. That doesn't yeah, necessarily yeah, yeah. mean, like, concrete proof or whatever. Whatever it happens to be. Like, yeah. oh, it, it makes me feel this. Or, okay, it, it does. This, this song is doing this for me. But then I would be like, oh, okay, that wasn't the message I was trying to convey. So I guess I, yeah. I should tweak it. Then I'll go in and, you know, just based off logic, I'll, I'll do it that way. Yeah. Otherwise, I got to stick to my guns, bro. I'm sorry. You know? <laughs> and, then, and then that trickles into video. Uh, there's definitely been times where like we'll be making a video right and and so so i'm the editor right right yes. i'm the <laughs> so i'm the editor yes, right you're the editor, okay yeah. so here's the funny thing right so he'll try to tell me how to do my job 
No, no, I'm not telling you how to do your job. So he'll try to tell me how to do my job. Just... And then we've had it where, like, you know, we don't always see eye to eye. Like, most of the time we do see eye to eye. Almost 99% of the time we do. But there are times where we don't, right? And when that happens, sometimes I'll just be like, well, you edit it. <laughs> well, <laughs> somebody how, somebody has to well make the final call, you know what I mean? So we flip a coin at that point. So. <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, you no, know, what that. I'm trying to say is like we've my brother and I we've definitely had like an ongoing relationship, but um yeah, I still wouldn't change who I'd work with, you know, for the world. Yeah, and and yeah. and uh if Martin Scorsese though happens to approach me, <laughs> I may take him I, up I on would that tell option. you you're stupid if you don't take that. <laughs> <laughs> so. No, that's awesome, guys. I think uh I think you guys are a dynamic duo. I think uh I think, like you said, filmmaking and music, they just go hand in hand. Yeah. And um, I, it's funny because I have a similar come up as well into the videos and the music. And it all started with trying to make videos for my own music. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I got nobody. Like, I, there's no one that I know. And other, like, I knew one, one filmmaker at the time. He was, you know, I was young. Yeah, yeah. wanted to charge me a thousand bucks for music vid- <laughs> for a music video. And, I'm a young guy, like in university, I have no money. Yeah, like yeah, there's yeah. no way I could pay a thousand dollars for a music video. I was like, all right, I'm just going to find a camera and figure this out. And then I realized through making my own videos and skits and all this stuff that I started falling, falling in love with it, just like you guys. And then it just became, it just grew into this thing now that's a business and here we are. Right. So I think, uh, I think we have similarities on that front, but, um, yeah, what, what about, um, I'm curious to, f- to know what do you guys think of like the climate today in terms of like creativity and like filmmaking? Cause you know, online social media is obviously taken off. Like there's so many different platforms now before as a, as a, as a, a video creator, you know, you didn't really have much to showcase your work on. Like, I mean, it was just kind of the community that you knew maybe some film festivals. And if you got lucky, you would hit it big and like get into like, you know, theaters and all that stuff. But now with like social media and like all these platforms and, and things where you can showcase your art, your creativity. Um, there's so much more opportunity, but at the same time, there's an influx of people on these, on these platforms that are creating. So as, as, as creatives, um, how do you guys feel about, you know, where we're at in terms of, you know, videography, filmmaking, music, and just creating in general? Yeah, I know that's a great question. Uh, maybe I'll start it, and you can uh, piggyback yeah, after yeah, <laughs> after anything I miss. But uh, uh, generally speaking, like uh, the way I see it is, like two paths of filmmaking, um, and we're talking about filmmaking specifically here. There's you know the traditional route where you know you want to go into Hollywood production. So, and those I think you do go into like film school, and and sometimes you don't need to, but it's. A lot. It's more gated, right? It's uh, so many layers to it that so many people involved, still alive and well. I mean, during coronavirus, though, it's kind of uh, movie theaters have taken a big hit. So we're seeing a little shift in the um, the streaming world right now. But uh, that's yeah. more from like a distribution point of view. But from like a creativity point of view. Uh, so there's that route with the Hollywood route and there's the digital creator route, like the social media route. And that itself actually democratized, I would say, the entire landscape of 
uh, being creative and being a you know a filmmaker in general, because now you're literally like you, all you need is your phone, and you can film an idea that could be as simple as anything, any topic. There's a niche market for anything, and you just put it up online. So you know, ever since YouTube started, and then with all the, you know all the different social platforms, it kind of allowed people to just expand their opportunity to just share anything they want online and i feel that's actually a, a good thing in the long run now it's you know the noise is very it's hard to break through to find your audience but um there's so many layers to it but in general like yeah. my, my my thoughts on it is that both worlds ex coexist both are amazing i'm a fan of the more of the digital creator route because you're you're like everything you're like the, the the production company and you're like the, the the whole like you run the whole business right you don't need to ask anyone for permission you just need to use the uh, the social media platforms find your audience and grow your brand the other one it's way more people involved harder to like actually make a dent to reach like the oscars for example um, yeah and uh that's what i would say uh, for now yeah like I mean the only thing that I would add is um, you know I think at first if you if you go the content creator route there's um, you know you're gonna have more creative control that kind of thing but uh, you know you go the traditional route there's probably gonna have to be a lot of I you got to answer to other people kind of thing you know you, like there's gonna be um, you know, like, oh, you're still... There's a hierarchy. There's yeah. a hierarchy, exactly, yeah. Especially so, the studio. Yeah. The studio is at the yeah. top. Like, they, they get the final say. You yeah, know what I mean? and so if, if, I mean, if anyone has the patience to go through all that, um, I, I mean, I don't know what the, what the bigger payoff is, right? But th that's why if you look at people like our parents, you know, people that are, you know, considered immigrants or stuff like that, to them, it's, it's more like, you haven't made it until I see you on the TV, so for them, that's yeah. the thing that's important uh, versus yeah. uh, I think for us, it's it's more just like, well, actually, you know, it's, it's actually proving to be the opposite nowadays. <laughs> it's the opposite. And, and yeah. it's just the content that you're making. Yeah. Like you, you can yeah. you can grow your brand off of like a you, know, you can bec become TikTok famous and you have way more influence than becoming a movie star, uh, which is such a yeah. weird thing to say. Right. But yep. th but but that's the nature of like technology and social media and all that it's very interesting um yeah i'm curious what, what do you think on that on that topic <laughs> i i agree i agree with everything you guys said i think um one thing is is like it's opened the floodgates for guys like us who are you know small time creators right now and who have a chance to you know create and get as much exposure as we as we want with the art that we're creating so i think it's it's sweet in that in that aspect I think, um, I think, like you guys said, like coming from an Im immigrant, uh, you know, family, um, you know, my parents, uh, they're, they're, they don't, they still don't understand the video stuff. They still don't <laughs> understand how I make money, right? Um, but down the road, I see this, I see creating as a long term payoff. You know what I mean? Like I see all the videos, all the podcasts that we're creating, I see that as a long term brand payoff versus kind of in the moment and that's that's something that you know i've learned from people that have been creating over the last decade 
um, you know, guys like, you know, Gary V guys, guys who have built their catalog in terms of videos and, and, and clientele is like, they give, 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 give. And the ROI comes down the road five or 10 years from now. Guy like Joe Rogan, who just signed a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify. Um, you know, he's been doing his uh, podcast for the last decade, um, without really any payoff. And now he gets a hundred million dollar deal. And that just like, in my opinion, I feel like content creators are going to be like, uh, you know, uh, NBA players and NHL players where down the road, these companies are going to start, the companies are, are going to see value and they're going to sign content creators left, right and center. And we're already seeing that. Um, and Omen, if I and, may add yeah. the Joe Rogan thing, I believe that took him like 10 years, right? Yeah, I think so. it was like 10 years. So yep. imagine trying to tell someone like, you know, I love my mom. But trying to tell someone like my mom, you know, hey, mom, <laughs> it's going to take me 10 years to be able to get to where you want to see me. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't even say it's, yeah. it's not even just to the old generation. Even the young generation feels like like people that are younger than us uh, who like want it now. They like see the success. Actually, yeah, it's true. And they like of they're course. like, oh, well, I'll just put up some I'll put up some videos. And in a couple of months, I should be able to get 100,000 subscribers. It's like, no, it doesn't work that way. You know, a lot of these, you know, successful content creators have put in hours and hours that is that goes unnoticed that is not documented on the internet <laughs> do you know what i mean so it's um there's a lot of uh sweat that goes behind the scenes and it's just kind of like the movies as well like i know there's a lot of hierarchy but a lot of hours goes into like you know any any production uh, any film any pic uh, motion picture you want to create so uh both worlds are amazing I think like I love both like I, I love movies and you know TV shows and but I also just love the idea of the internet like I can make a video that I could just release tomorrow and it can go viral like holy shit like yeah. that's crazy <laughs> yeah no I agree and I think uh, you know even you know shout out to shout out to the man Sean Canungo <laughs> yeah. man you see, you see a guy like him who's yeah, yeah. you know who's not you know, who's just, he's just pumping out content. You yeah. know what I mean? And I love seeing that. I love seeing guys just going hard and there is no like right away ROI. You know what I mean? No. Like he's not, you know, he's not getting anything from what he's producing or, or putting out. Not yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you know that down the road as he builds his audience and as he builds a fan base that it's going to pay off and that might not be until five years from now. Yeah. And Hey, you know what? He might hit something and guys like us, you know, we make a video that, that, that hits a chord with somebody. Yeah. And all of a sudden you have an influx of people that see what you've built over, over the last couple of years. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it, it's even the same way with like musicians too. Yeah. Like a guy like Russ, I don't know if you guys yeah, know yeah, who yeah, Russ yeah. is, yeah. but a guy like Russ, who's built his catalog <laughs> over the last, you know, five or six years. And then just over the last two years, he's blown up. Um, but his entire independent catalog is now being listened to, uh, by millions of people. Um, but that was, it was quiet. There was crickets for so many years. Yeah. Right. So, um, and a lot of guys, like you said, especially in this generation, they don't see that they see it like, Oh, I could just, you know, I post a couple of videos. It should go viral or it should go hundred, hundred thousand subscribers or whatever the case. So, um, but see, this yeah. is why, if I may add, this is why, like, I'm I'm excited to see to see your future as a musician as well, and I'm sure you're excited to see my future as a musician as well. But like, one hundred percent. You know, if let's say five years time or whenever the time comes, 
you get some sort of recognition from it. People are going to look back on even a song like Mirror, I think Mirrors or whatever, mm, uh, yeah, yeah. and they'll see that you actually were putting in the quality early on. You know what I mean? You were putting in that Facts. time early yeah. on. And uh, I think when when people who are non-fans see that, that's that's what kind of like makes them transition. So there's first like there's the there's the the eye-catching appealness and then once they really yeah. start to dig into you, they're like, "Oh, wow, this guy's like not just, you know, a SoundCloud guy. He's like actually going in and and putting in that effort and quality. That's that's when people really take it seriously." So, yeah. I agree. And I think uh, <laughs> I th- <laughs> Yeah, no, and I think I think um I I think it's it's very easy to get caught in the um the illusion of social media like the illusion that um everyone is doing so well and everyone is killing it and you know what i mean like i feel like a lot of again like bigger influencers like these fitness influencers and like other influencers that talk about money and investments they you know you know taking pictures with lambos and like you know uh, all these you know cool cool pictures and you're like damn like this guy's living the life but it could be the complete opposite because it's such a elusive world and then that's where guys who are you know they they, they're not you know really thinking that get into the trap of like a scam or get into a trap of like oh i want to learn from this guy and i'll pay him you know hundreds of dollars a month or whatever to for a course or whatever the case um so there's also the bad side of it but I feel like guys like us who are creating in a small town um, who have, uh, you know, dreams and aspirations to do big, big things down the road. It's like, I think we're on the on the right path, but it's it's just patience. And right? I think to add on to that, Omid, uh, I think people people like you and me and my brother, we are grounded in the sense that we didn't like we didn't get everything from the beginning. We've we've had to work quite a long way. And I think that work humbles you. And yeah. it, it grounds you. So, um, yeah, like that. that's why a lot of people that get famous from from whatever the social media is at an early age, uh, they don't necessarily know how to handle that or how to deal with that. And so maybe they might refer to, you know, just chasing clout or whatever the term is. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think... Um what do you guys what do you guys think of like do you think that like in my opinion i think like content creators are going to be like the next you know the next big wave like and especially i know sean talks about this a lot you guys have filmed for sean for for quite some time you guys have been you know by his side and i feel like he he's on to something and i feel like i feel like the the idea that you know like content creators are going to be the next you know, I, I always say like NBA players, but that's because I love NBA, I love basketball. <laughs> yeah. So I always go back to that. But I feel like I feel like that's what it's coming down to. And like one of the one of the examples was Joe Rogan, right? Getting signed. Right. But I think that's just one out of many that are gonna start coming. And we recently, like this episode and our, our future episodes are gonna be aired on Telus. That's um, huge. We yeah. just recently signed with Telus. Yeah, thank you. Clap sound effect here. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. But like even from like, for example, a, a company like Telus, who is now looking f- looking towards content creators, like I feel like in five years, like it's gonna be like these contracts are gonna they're gonna be throwing money at people that are making 
have been making content and if they have like a decent audience you know yeah. what i mean it doesn't have to be like in the millions or whatever but people have like a true audience they're gonna take their marketing dollars and put it into guys like us yeah. and no I, I don't know what are your guys' yeah, thoughts no, on I that i totally agree i mean we're, we're not a marketing company here but i do see trends and i totally agree with you the traditional <laughs> marketing campaigns have definitely shifted uh since the past it's not the same i i know people experts like who talk about this i'm not the qualified person to say that but like you said you you see joe rogan who did that i mean we, we just look at jake paul and logan paul logan paul just signed a freaking <laughs> fight with floyd mayweather oh yeah like the, unbelievable like the what? the best boxer in the entire world arguably you know what i mean like yeah, logan I, paul right logan, logan paul, paul yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like jake did the whole thing with the nba uh the nba uh, uh i forgot his name nate nate thompson i think yeah yeah uh, nate robinson, nate robinson. Yeah. 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 yeah and he knocked him out <laughs> and too he knocked yeah. him out. Knocked and him man out. i was just like but the whole like thing with logan like logan just it's one he has one loss against ksi another youtuber and they actually did the whole like uh their p- pay-per-view i think they made a lot of money, I think, from that. <laughs> it's just two YouTubers like fighting, and then, but, but, but <laughs> maybe that's a smart strategy from Floyd's uh, point of view because it's like, hey, listen, a lot of the new kids are not looking at boxing as like, you know, as a sport. In a way, it's not doesn't have the same flares it used to be. I think MMA is way more, more in my opinion, at least more like uh, trendy. Yeah, more trendy than more than relevant, boxing. Maybe. Yeah, more relevant because there's not really like crazy boxers you just think of the crazy mma fighters yeah. uh and I'm, I'm not really like a big fan of that like i do watch here and there but not like crazy but i'm definitely yeah. aware of like some some fighters from mma but from yeah. boxing i literally just know too like floyd mayweather and manny pacquiao like yeah and conor mcgregor is not really uh, <laughs> uh anyways i don't want to get too deep into that whole uh, <laughs> into the whole i'm just talking specifically about like how two like two youtubers are making such headwaves and so much drama and so much money like from just be like transitioning from youtube to that but you also see people on a small scale you know like brands are noticing and they're slowly shifting to look into like those communities and those audiences that are you know aligned with certain creators on uh you know youtube tiktok and and so on uh and i think if you in, in the long run like it's going to get more and more. And if you truly want to, like at the end of the day, it comes down to if you want to build your own brand, you have to first believe in yourself and not, you're not really looking into making money. That's what I always think. I I think you're trying to just uh, like, you know, Gary says, you know, like give value to the, to the thing that you love. You know what I mean? And from there you build your brand equity. It's kind of like what Sean talks about, like culture capital or, or, uh, or like yeah. the individual is the most powerful thing. Uh, it, because yeah. like, you know, when you build your audience, your your entire brand all of a sudden has this value that is almost like bigger than who you are. And you don't really realize yeah. what you can do with it. I mean, like Mr. Beast from YouTube just launched a 300 restaurant ghost kitchen. It's number one, it reached like number one within like, you know, hours. I think it was overnight. Overnight, yeah. overnight he got number one app in the entire like app store and ser- servers servers went down <laughs> yeah he had to upgrade it, his servers it's just like it's just like 
how and the zero zero dollars zero dollars in marketing like nothing no money spent that yeah. campaign alone just destroyed like so many like millions and dollars of campaigns that are like thrown on all yeah. these other like crazy ideas so it just shows you that like creators are really the new wave on how brands should be looking to you know double down on and kind of collaborate with uh, yeah that's my two cents yeah yeah, I don't really have much else to add to that. Uh, it's, it's, it's definitely, it's already happening. That's the crazy thing, man. It's it's already happening. So. Yeah, I mean, like, like look at David Dobrik. He has his own perfume line. He's uh, got his own, yeah. Like, uh, not, not only that, he has a lot of other things. There's yeah. uh, Chamberlain Coffee, like another YouTuber who has an, her entire coffee line. An entire, like, what the heck? Like, doesn't even make sense. Yeah. Well, obviously, like, these are, like, the bigger ones. But there's, I mean, just, like, from merchandise alone, like, uh, you, you can just. Yep. There's so much, so many opportunities. It, so that's again, it falls down to like what you want to do, right? This is why, like with YouTube for me, and like and creators in general, like you have to ask, like, why am I doing this? Like, what yeah. is what is my goal? You know, is my goal to just like become like YouTube famous? Great, sure. But soon you realize your goals are gonna change if you do reach that because. Yeah. One thing, like what I'm trying to say, is authenticity is the best thing to yourself yeah. by uh, creating stuff you actually want to put on the internet. Um, but at the, at the end of the day, there's no right or wrong. There's no clear path. You always, there's never going to be like a success story. There's going to be ups and downs. You know, there's always the creative high. Like I'm starting a YouTube channel and all of a sudden it's like, shit, I reached the top <laughs> and you're going to crash down. And then you're going to figure yeah. out that phase of like, what am I actually trying to communicate what am i you know really passionate about you know you want to it's like you, you you're creating videos for people or for yourself and that's kind of a tricky thing and how do you marry them together uh so mm -hmm. it's, it's not an easy path i would say like uh i think some people think it's easy but it's not it's not and then um you know i'm i'm, I'm myself i'm trying to restart my youtube channel i've already tried like two times or three times and it's it's not so much that like i don't know it just i i want it to be just real i don't want to try to force it i want it to just come natural uh but you know sometimes i guess we all have to be like sean you know just uh put it out there and then move on to the next and don't overthink it <laughs> so yeah that's 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 one thing but i think um what do you guys think and now this is kind of taking piggybacking off what you said what do you think uh what what what's some advice would you give to a creator or filmmaker or even musician who's just starting out now in 2020 going into 2021 now what would you what would you tell them like based on your guys because you guys have a lot of experience you guys have put years you guys have been in the game for for quite some time so have i but yeah. what would be like one thing that if there was a young mo out there right now or a young <laughs> mazin who's like man i love this stuff and like maybe they don't have the self like maybe they don't have some confidence in you know maybe becoming something in this space but they want to try it yeah what would be one piece of advice you guys why don't would give you them? do something about video i could do something about music Sure. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, I one piece of advice. If you don't have anything, I could start. Okay, you start. You start. <laughs> you start. I do okay. have like I have so many. That's the problem. I, I yeah. That's... I, I'm trying to think of just like the main one. One piece, like yeah, when yeah. you guys were young. Yeah, yeah. When you guys were just starting out. Um, uh, I got one. Yeah. Okay. I don't necessarily know how to word this, but I think the most valuable thing is um, to never. Uh, 
for this is my advice to I guess myself and this could apply to any other musicians just starting out. Do not be afraid to experiment or try out things. If you have to invest in a, in a in an area where you can feel at like at most comfort as you can or at most peace so that you can try things and and not be afraid to do you know whatever it is that you want with your music because honestly like uh even even like today it'll always keep happening where people will like uh try to do vocal warm-ups even and it's like oh i know this sounds weird but do this like it's like oh haha that's weird like why would you ever do that like well no like honestly like this thing is going to help you to improve so if if you just are able to find some sort of a way to experiment and try new things without any judgment. Okay, I think that was the word that I was looking for. Without any judgment, um, then you're setting yourself up for success. So please do I love that. that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a great one. Uh, I would say to add to that, and I really, really hope if there's a young person out there who. You know, by the way, this is a great podcast. You should subscribe to it. And who, Do it right now, second floor podcast. <laughs> and then if, and, if, uh, you re- if you reach to this point of this video, and I hope you you are right here listening, this young person, or even an old person, doesn't really matter. Doesn't it, matter. Is that if you start tomorrow, you're already too late. You need to start today. Today. <laughs> this episode of the Second Floor Podcast is brought to you by Edmonton Community Foundation. The foundation acts as a bridge between donors and charities to create a strong, vibrant community for generations to come. You can start an endowment fund yourself or with a group. Once it reaches $10,000, it can start distributing. Vital Signs is an annual checkup conducted by the Edmonton Community Foundation in partnership with Edmonton Social Planning Council to measure how the community is doing. This year's focus is on millennials. Learn more at ecfoundation.org. So that Damn. what that means is that don't plan. Do not think. You need to react. You need to react on the idea that it's inside your mind. It could be as simple as how I'm feeling today. It could be like, hey, you know what? I, you know, like people always find excuses. So oh. that's how, that's kind of what I like. I'm bottling all these things together. You know, you should never have any excuses. Never. You should never be like whatever. It's fine. It, like I I suffer from those exact same things. So it's like I'm telling myself that as well. So I'm, I'm he's really just talking to himself. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's really yeah. Like you gotta start today because tomorrow's already too late. Too late. You man. know, if you're if you're just always consuming, you 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 can you could always be a fan until you start to create yourself. You know what I mean? Uh, it, it now you have to commit that you actually want to do it. If you're just a fan, just just be a fan. That's totally fine. Nobody, not everybody wants to create. Not everyone wants to be in front of a camera, and m- maybe some people don't even want to be like the actual person in front of that. But they want to be, you know, in the camp of the in the in the team that they like subscribe to. Yeah, you can be like the yeah. business manager. You can be like the editor. You can be the whatever. So like the yeah. idea here is that. It's not just to the creator, just to like, as a, as a whole, you need to act on it today because tomorrow you'll be like, what if, and oh man, and these excuses. So I would say like, if that, if that was an advice, 
I would give to my young self, that's what I would be. It's like don't don't plan like don't create this like oh I need to do this and that and whatever and uh yeah and because then, once you get started on that then after maybe a solid year of just being able to just execute you've built the foundation now to be able to build on top of that so then once the time comes you can be like okay I've done a year I've done two years whatever I've done six months of just being able to make videos now then you can start to be like how do you take it to the next level you can't just start and they'd be like, okay, how do I take it to the next level right now? Like, you got to first yeah. start. Yeah. And then another, yeah, now I'm going off on other ideas. See, another th- problem that kind of comes with that is that you start wanting to do the, the entire, like, oh, man, I got all these ideas. Yeah. I want to create all of this, which, yeah. is, which is great. Like, it's great to have all, all these ideas. It goes back to his point of experimentation. Oh, yes. However, I, I would also say that if you feel overwhelmed, just pick one. Pick one thing. Only one thing. Like, let's say I want to do gaming videos for six months. What's that What's that going to allow you to do is practice the consistency of putting out a video maybe once a week. And now in six months, you're like, I don't like gaming videos anymore. Now you can transition it to something else. You've already developed developed some, some skills on, like, putting out content and getting the habit of being comfortable in front of a camera or maybe editing for somebody or whatever you, you're getting that workflow and then you transition to something else exactly. so like there's they all kind of go hand in hand but you know i think like one great advice is that uh you know start today well you know what the funny thing is about rome what it was not built in one day right <laughs> damn mic drop <laughs> <laughs> that's the funny thing about rome yeah and honestly yeah. omid like this is one of the things that kills me inside, I'm sure you've met that one person who is like, they have skills, right? Or they have the tools and then they're just, there's just something holding them back. They're too, af- they're too shy. They're too afraid. And then they yeah. want to do it, but then they're like, ah, I don't know. Ah, but it's yeah. this thing. Like, like 90, 90% of the time people are scared to put the, you know, to put out stuff that they, they like, and, including myself. Just to, just, just to, like, say this, by the way. Like, my YouTube channel has 148 subscribers that don't even know I exist, which means they that... don't even know. Which means that, <laughs> which means that, like, I'm not even a YouTuber by, like, trade. Like, like I, I want to get into this space because I believe doubling down on myself is better in the long term. But I need to get over the hurdle of, being consistent so yeah i'm like what i'm telling you to start today i i'm not starting today but i want to start today i can't plan it i don't want to plan it so in a way this is like a remedy for me that i'm telling myself well you really was right i am telling myself (laughs) (laughs) therapy man it's therapeutic i i think um i think i agree with everything you guys said i think one thing to and one thing to know with you know again like like you said for creators listening to this i think i think one of the things is is if you don't know your purpose as to why you want to get on these platforms or why you want to create, it's very, like I said, it's very easy to fall in love with the flashing lights and the numbers and the views and the streams and the posts. And it looks all glamorous, but I'm, I I tell you this, man, like I've been going hard since 2010 with videos and, and writing, bro. I didn't, I didn't release my first song until 2014 I was writing wow. for four years consistently before I had the balls to even <laughs> turn on a camera and be like, okay, like maybe I should put out my music now or maybe I should. And then 
like do any of that. And then Omid, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I did some research. I think so. You said that 2014 was the first time that you, yeah, you know, started writing things. I think, and then I think four years after that is when you put out your first uh, couple of things on Spotify, right? I think your earliest. Yeah, my first my my first mixtape was in 2017 or 2018. Yeah. So. Yeah. So it was it was even more it was longer than that because it was it was just like I I wanted to become so good at rapping that no one could question it or at least no one could be like oh this guy sucks or yeah, yeah. whatever the case and even then when I was posting my first singles I didn't have the money half, half like it's so funny my first mixtape has like three or four like super highly high quality songs and then the rest is just like mixed so mediocrely it's so funny because i didn't have enough money yeah to make an entire project at the time yeah. so i was like okay three or four songs that i thought were bangers okay i'll spend the two or yeah. three or four or five hundred dollars to get these mixed and then the rest i was like all right fuck <laughs> it like i don't have the money whatever but i do have these songs i will still drop the project anyways yeah and so i think even then it's like I knew since 2010, I knew that I loved the game, like the, the hip hop game, the videos. I, I didn't start making money until like 2018 and 2019, where I was like, oh, okay, like people are paying me for videos, like, like, like a decent amount. Like I was doing a couple hundred bucks here, yeah, yeah. hundred bucks there, hundred bucks there, but yeah, yeah. It, it didn't turn into a business until now. So I think it's very easy right. for a creator to look at us and be like, oh, I want to do what Omen's doing, or I want to do what Mo and Mazin is doing. And then they start doing it. And then it's funny because you realize after the honeymoon phase is over, you realize that this is actually hard work, like making good quality videos and making good quality music. Having a, a dope song is not easy. Oh, and, and putting up a front that you you have everything in place is is is, is just stupid to me. But... I think uh, I think that's one thing that I would say in terms of advice is totally. do experiment until you find the one or two things that you truly actually love doing. Like it, yeah. it doesn't feel like work. Yeah, and and then put put uh, gas on. And then, that. Like, like I said, and then it will evolve. Like you're never the same person. Like in three years from like that thing you love, it's gonna evolve to something else. You know, it's, it's just like a natural progression of humans. Like you know, not not everyone's gonna be, you know stuck at the same thing forever you're always going to experiment and try new things you should, you should always be curious on what you want and like what motivates you and what is going to get you going uh and you should never settle on one thing you know what i mean um i had this other point too but i forgot now <laughs> Come on. damn we're just dropping bars here <laughs> what are we 40 46 minutes in all right <laughs> man, we um, can talk forever what's man. um no i love it guys i think uh <clears throat> I think, what do you guys think of um, coming from a immigrant household? I know we talked about this earlier, but yeah, yeah. coming from parents who don't understand the new internet age, this new content age, how have you guys had to navigate that with your own parents, yeah. family members, people who have said, you know what, I don't think this is a good route in terms of a career. I think maybe you should go into you know, again, being a yeah, doctor, yeah, yeah. engineer, all those like normal, the, the normal route. Classics. How have you guys, the classics, <laughs> the yeah. Classics. How have you guys had to navigate through that? Or if you have, yeah, or yeah. maybe you guys have supporting parents yeah, or yeah. whatnot, where, where do you guys stand yeah, on no, that? No, it's front? a great question. And um, 
I'm, you know, hopefully some people who do like are in that position to just, you know, maybe either listen to this like as not so much so much as advice, but more about like everyone's different. That, that's all I'm trying yeah. to say. And yeah. now obviously whatever my brother's about to say is our story. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, in short, it's 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 not easy. I will. It's never easy to kind of like. Um, you know, we're currently living that new trend. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. even us, like, for us, like, even though we've been doing all this work, like, if I, if I, if you tell me today, like, oh, man, you're so much, you're so successful, I'll tell you, man, I'm just starting. Like, I'm not even there yet. Like, I, not even, like, at the starting line. Like, I'm trying yeah. to get there. And that's kind of the idea is what I'm trying to get to people to understand. First, as a person that myself is, this is still the beginning, you know, and it's going to be a long journey, a curious journey that I can't want to progress. And then how do you tell that to your parents who yeah. lived in an era where technology wasn't even around and wasn't, you know, there to kind of tell them, like, this is a career path. This is like a viable career path. It is up and down. You never know. Like, you might be very successful, but you might not be. Uh now for us like for me what's what's really what i've really wanted to do is number one be as patient as possible and to explain <laughs> and to explain kind of like why i'm doing this and you know the reasons like give logical reasons of why this makes me happy because my goal is to you know look at it not from a, a, a financial goal like a career goal more of so much of a uh, of a fulfilling, uh, passionate career path that that should translate to find you know, some financial gains. That I'm I'm happy if I didn't gain all the money in the world, but <laughs> but if I leave more of a you know like an like a footprint in the work that I've done that can help pave way to new creators, new uh, new filmmakers, or anything that could be so much of an artistic uh, you know. Uh, you know, like I moved the needle somehow by like a little bit, then great. See, I'm always a student trying to also teach. So like whatever I learn, this is why like for us, we're so like humble and that we don't like to like boast ourselves. You know, we're just learning. Like we're learning. We like to involve people. We like to collaborate with people. Like I know I love working with him, but at the end of the day, we also love to work with like more people. And then, and this is why like yourself being one of them. <laughs> Yeah, let's get it. <laughs> and then yeah, but bringing it back like now I'm going off on like uh, I'm going off on two directions between like the personal journey and like the parents' journey. But to keep it to the parents' journey, I th I think like it's been like so much about it's been a lot about patience and trying to explain to them what like what kind of things have uh, came up uh, and like the opportunities that kind of happened I guess through these uh, career path choices and. Um, you know, there, there's definitely moments where it's like they don't accept it, but you just kind of. Um, you, the you, saying is, uh, "Don't ask for." What forgiveness or uh, do I for permission? Ask for forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, you're not stupid. Hey, you got it. <laughs> this guy, man. This guy. <laughs> like, always throws me under the bus. Yeah, it's it's there is like everyone's different like i said like our, our parents have been like supportive but questioning us at the same time yeah at the end of the day like people have to understand like parents want you to succeed 
Yeah, they want right? the best for you. Yeah, they want the best for you. They want you to succeed. And in their view, success equals like a, a you know, a safe career job, which I don't disagree with, but I want them to understand and open their eyes that there's various and so many different career paths out there nowadays versus them. Obviously, being a doctor is like a, such a like an honorable. Like I, I think being a doctor yeah. is one, especially now. Like yeah. it's such a like yeah. a, it's a noble thing. It's a very noble thing. Is what I want to say now. Yeah. And um, you know, like if I really wanted to, I probably could have been one. But I'm just really passionate about the arts and like filmmaking. And you know, why should I spend time into something that you know, like it's gonna take me a lot longer to fall in love with when I already know what I what I loved right now. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so let me navigate this space and understand how I can succeed. And yeah. then, and then if you are willing to take those sacrifices and take the punches, there will be some big L's you will face. But the best thing is that you pick yourself up and you take, you know, one, one foot at a time. Uh, and from a, if I could, step at a time. If I could add from a rewards perspective, if you choose to see it that way, I think you said this already, Omid, that, we are, st- and you said this, we are still kind of early stages if you look at a really, really long, you know, game in terms of the creator, uh, you know, the creator market and, and all that kind of stuff. If you capitalize it now, um, you will you will reap the rewards after uh, because I always find that like every year, and I'm sure you can agree with me on this, every year it's always like, ah, if I had just done it a year ago and then a year passes yeah. then you go, Oh, but a year ago, then another year passes. And it's almost like every year is, oh, I could have done it this year. I could have done it this year. It's because there's always, the game is always changing and manipulating. So it's never too late. Yeah. You know I, mean? I, I will say that like with parents, they make it a little bit harder because if they really supported you, like, like, oh, you want to do this? Like, how can I help? Versus yeah. like. Oh, is this actually is this gonna make you money? Is this actually gonna do this? Yeah. So it, it, in a way that those those uh, ideas they create self doubt in the process that you're trying to put in. Um, so you're trying oh, yeah. to so you try to fight first through your own demons to be like, yeah. like, hey, is this actually something I yeah. want to do? Then you have uh, somebody else and being then, like, and someone else who's like, you know, putting in more roadblocks in front of you, and you're like trying to break through. You're like, no, I really want to do this, and you almost want to prove them wrong. And then yeah. if you don't prove them wrong, then you almost feel like a failure. Yeah. But failure should never be looked upon like as actual failure. You, it's all like a, you personally failed as a person. Yeah, like you, you know, so you need to be looking at it as yeah. a learning experience, and how can you improve? You know, um, it's uh, so this is why it's important, like, to have at least some people on your side. That can cheer you on and you know uh, tell you like you know it's okay you know like <laughs> things will get better it's not you know it's not great now but we'll be great tomorrow um and this is why like you know Mazin's saying like if you start today you'll see like the rewards later on and you might you, it might take you 10 years like a lot of people a lot of these successful creators is taking them a long time whether it's through the you know the professional filmmaking route or the digital social media creator route so yeah Omid, actually i want to hear from your side this this same conversation but on your side you mean uh in terms of like like parents like the supportive yeah, yeah. i mean for me uh my my mom's always been a supporter but she's always been busy with her own business right my parents own a business in uh, st albert actually but <clears throat> 
Um, my dad has never been the the biggest supporter. I'll just say that <laughs> in terms of in terms of this art, art, creativity, music. There's no shame, um, man. No shame. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been more conservative. Like a lot of my family is conservative. They don't they don't understand. They don't want to be in front of the camera. That's right. not. It's it's a very unknown territory. So when I decided to get into it early on, it was like, what the what the hell are you doing? Like this is. Okay, this is this must be a hobby. This is a phase he's going through. Yeah. This rapping and getting right. on camera and doing all this is a phase. And then as it started to go along, they started getting concerned. They were like, "What are you? Why are you spending all your evenings editing videos and uh, inviting people over to the house and making rap music?" And it was just like it started to get concerning for them because they they just didn't know what I was doing. Um, but then. I think now my dad is a little more supportive because he sees some of the some of the fruits of my labor now. Yeah. So, for example, when I I've, I worked at an agency, a marketing agency, uh, for two and a half years, I brought my dad to my office and I showed him. I was like, "Hey, this is my office. Like, I'm making money from setting up a camera and hitting record. Like, this isn't like a fantasy. Like, this is an actual job that I'm I'm actually doing. Um, you know, uh, I bought my house last year." Congrats, and that was man. all through. Congrats. Thank you, brother. Congrats. Thank you. Uh, but again, I had to take my dad. I had to literally put him in the car and be like, I, I just purchased this house. And it was all because of me doing video work. I didn't make this money from anywhere else. Um, and then after seeing some tangible results, after being in the basement for very a very, <laughs> very long time, it was like, oh, okay, like he's actually making money and he's actually, you know, <clears throat> earning a living. And that, and that was something that kind of now he's like okay he's he's not going off a, uh, off a a really bad path so um, but he was never supportive in terms of like yeah let's go you should do this but that also fueled me like it, it made me angry yeah. Yeah. and I took that anger and I put it into okay I'm gonna prove you wrong right, like yeah. this is this is gonna happen I'm gonna get my degree I'm gonna get my biology degree yeah. and then I'm gonna say okay. I'm just going to build my business and I'll just prove to you that this actually does make money yeah. and this actually does provide a living. Yeah. And if I couldn't do it, then I, you know, I, I would surrender and be like, you know what? It didn't work. You, he was right. Okay. I'm on to being an optometrist or something <laughs> right. like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I have no problem like yourself to I like say that. Yeah. If I failed, you know, like I'll, I'll own up to my failures. Uh, but yeah. I'm, I'm also not going to back down from a challenge. So, uh, no. that's kind of like what you're saying. And I totally agree with you and uh yeah. political science major right here man yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean yeah it's uh it's an interesting uh it's an interesting landscape to navigate and it's it's just to them like i said to them they want us to succeed uh yeah obviously they, they don't like they, they they just went through a t completely different era you know what i mean like war yeah. and you know, moving yeah. to here. So to them, it's like moving to here is such a huge step and that we don't truly understand the process of that. Um, you know, we, we, we are aware of it because, you know, when you grow up, you're like, oh, okay, you I get it. I yeah. get it that my Canadian passport is valuable, way more valuable than like my other passport. <laughs> and then 100%. <laughs> right. And then we, we understand their sacrifices made. Like they built their entire lives in a country different. Right. Uh, you know, and so they, they, they bring that on to us. But what I try to make them understand is that, but we're, we're, we're like being, 
we're being in a different landscape like we're growing up in a completely different thing like we i like i not only appreciate the story like i i want to understand the stories and like the, the, the hardship that you guys went through but it's completely different for me to relate to it because I'm, i didn't experience it uh so it's uh, it's just like knowing the history but it's not like trying to say like that has to be applied to the to the you know to to me uh so it's, yeah. it's kind of hard to get them to understand that but you know I, the way i see it is just that patience and uh like you said just prove them wrong and then uh try, try you know, keep trying and then keep doing more <laughs> yeah no i agree man i agree i want to kind of take a, a different uh, uh kind of a side turn here uh i want to know what what the next five years looks like um for both of you and now i know you guys are hand in hand working together but yeah, yeah. is there is there a uh, you know, in the next five years, or what? What does it? What's it, what does the future look like for bad films? And then individually, <laughs> what does it look like? Yeah, no, great, great question. Because uh, you know, we we went through a couple of names, like uh, two two different names before bad films, and bad films is our current uh, film production company. Uh, bad for be a dreamer. Uh, we love the play on words. Holla. <laughs> I love that. I love it. Um, I love yeah, it. You know, like uh, I would say, you know, with Be a Dreamer uh, Films, we launched that this year, actually, in 2020. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> weirdly enough, in February, just before like the lockdown in a way started. And it's been <laughs> probably one of our most successful years, weirdly enough, <laughs> uh, because we pivoted to live streaming and all that. But I would say there's there's two two routes. There's the business route and there's the personal <clears throat> route. The business route is being able to uh, work on. I, I would say like just establish more of a presence for bad films. Like get being able to work with other, with brands that we are aligned with and help develop certain. Uh, you know, it, it's mostly focused on commercial work but also like short form like stories like documentary styles or uh, just short short stories that we we like to also submit to festivals so i would say a bit of both of that grow the the the, the business side of things but uh what i really want to see is transition so like as we grow bad films i want to also grow you know mozi is the brand you know my personal brand as a as a you know future aspiring youtuber and slowly i want to be like either 50 50 or mostly youtube because i feel as it as the the digital creator route whether it's youtube tiktok or whatever you want to do that to me is a more scalable business than the bad films because bad films like you know you just have to hire more people pretty much have like a you know we can grow like a legitimate company but I also see the landscape of like how the creators are really important and I could either be involved with the creator or double down on myself as a creator and then, or be the creator. Yeah, yeah. So I, I really think that if I, you know, just put in, put in the work, I just need to put in the work. Like I said, start today, put in the work for the next couple of years, for the next five years, if I'm being consistent and see kind of where that leads, but at the same time, still, you have bad films because you know that's kind of uh where you know i'm that's actually my job like so yeah. right now youtube will pay me zero dollars so i can't really go all in on that but you know this is why a lot of people like they 
they do so much and they have to like they're transitioning they're like do i make the transition to become a full-time youtuber and then and then it's such a hard jump but once you make that jump then you'll reassess so that's what i would say is uh bad films for the next five years work with certain brands that we really love and we want to you know help them grow as well uh but at the same time mosey is the brand make that pop somehow find my audience find my what's popping my exactly. niche, uh, what's popping mosey yeah you know like I, at the end of the day i don't care about the numbers i don't care about like becoming like the number one youtuber here like that's not my goal my goal is like find <laughs> my voice in on the internet you know what what do i want to do experiment with ideas and find just like a you know niche market that you know that are interested in, are interested in the topics that i'm talking about and i want to help them as well like you know this like i like i love what mr beast is doing like that dude like, he just gives back to his entire fan base and by and then it just took him like a long time as well like more than 10 years and he has like 50 million subscribers now like yeah, dude's, crazy. dude's le legit but so it's inspiring to see stories like that how they're so humble down to earth trying to give back to the that community that helped them grow in the first place. So, you know, I'm, I'm more interested in that space. Not, I'm not chasing numbers. I'm chasing more about, you know, the, and now I'm going off on a tangent, but, you know, I'll, I'll let you take it over. What about you? Yeah, I mean, um, I don't really have much else to add onto, onto that stuff. I, I know just, um, you know, for, for me as a musician, uh, and I want to ask you actually uh, as Cassius, um, I want, all I want to do is, uh, you know, I haven't really had the time, uh, to just, just be able to, like I said earlier, experiment and just actually create music. So, you know, my next goal for me in the next, let's say five years is to just be able to make music, uh, that I personally resonate with. I feel like before in the past I was, um, I was making music, um, maybe necessarily for others or. You know, not not necessarily doing things that challenge me or things that I find that I you know resonate with. So I want to be able to do that. And uh, once I'm once I'm confident in that ability, um, then you know, I'll know that I'll I'll have succeeded for myself, and then I can go from there. Um, yeah, I want to ask you as a, as a musician. Um, you know, do do you have any goals for the next five years or, or anything like that? Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat as you guys. I think uh, I, I do want to build the Cassius brand. And I think, uh, you know, Q Films and, you know, Q Films Media is is just the, the you know, the, I think the oil to the engine. You nice. know, it, it, you need money to survive. You need money to, to live, yeah. um, you know, to pay your mortgage, to pay for the camera equipment. All oh, this equipment is... is <laughs> It's, oh. it's, it's crazy. The studio, the studio equipment, all of that. You're getting it's, a it's red so suit or what? Right? <laughs> oh, man. No, man. I got to get on the A7. Uh, what is it? The A7S? The A7S. Uh, nice camera. <laughs> That's the next step. That's the uh, next I need step. to use it more. That's the yeah. problem. Man. We need to get to the point but, where, where Sony is being like, oh, here's a, yeah, we should, here's oh, a yeah. Sony A7S III. Uh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> we, 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 both, we all three of us need to get to that point. Yeah. But I think so too i think I, I i find more fulfillment in 
the content that I create, like these these conversations that I have with with featured guests. Like I love doing this. This is this is one of my favorite favorite things to do. And likewise here, um, man, too. Yeah. So I mean, down the road, that would be the idea is 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 being able to sustain off the music, the content that I create. Yeah. And then, you know, Q Films is there as a business and who knows, maybe that'll be, you know, the thing for long term. Or, you know, I've worked with other brands and businesses that I also find fulfillment in helping them, you know, build their brand and build their business. And I see a lot of, uh, you know, companies in the U.S. that I would love to work with, like as a, you know, make a video for them or or work with them and help build their brand. Um, but I think the long-term goal, yeah, is to be like, like, like Mo said, like either 50-50 or more so as a creator providing, I don't know, it could be value, could be entertaining totally. yeah. videos, whatever, music. I mean, my, one of my goals, man, as a musician yeah. is to go on tour. Woo! I think going on tour would be independently yeah, yeah. being able to be able to f- fund it myself, go to different cities, have an audience. Um, I think that would be the dream. Uh, th- that's one thing. <laughs> oh, 100%, man. 100%. Y'all get to, y'all get to come through. Um, but obviously with the climate right now, it's, uh, it's not looking like, yeah, uh, yeah. any events, but hopefully down the road. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's honestly, that's amazing. And I, 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 I love hearing that too, because at the end of the day, like we're all helping one another. I see it that way. I see it that way. It's kind of like, yeah. It's kind of like how like the creators in the east like they have like there's a community out there i, yeah. f- I feel like the the yeah i feel here in the west it's like slowly people are doing that like i i don't know many creators like i know people who just take on like filmmaking as like a they just want to do it more as like a as a job which is nothing wrong with that but i see it myself like i want to become a creator i know you are and maybe a few other people. I don't know that many. And then I, at the end of the day, if I can help in any way, great. And but I'm not even there. But 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 I think as as yeah. like together, you know, I'm I'm referring to like you know, Maddie, Peter, you know, Chris, and all those guys. They have like the dope squad. They all like help one another in in some ways, uh, yeah. by just like just at least being aware. Like they all they're all like a nice little community from Toronto. And I'm kind of like, man, why, you know, it's, kinda, it's like the Drake effect, you know? God damn it, man. <laughs> just like the music, just like the music, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like OVO yeah. literally runs like Toronto, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, at, at the end of the day, like the way I see it is that, um, you know, five years is, uh, is it goes by quick, you know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, yeah. I, uh, I'm hoping that in five years you get to go on that tour and then I'll be invited to uh, film the documentary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. Let's go. So, Let's go. That'd be, yeah, that'd be crazy. I think, yeah, man, I think even I've, I've kind of noticed that here and uh, I'm not, I'm not going to bring anyone down or anything like that. But I think, um, a lot, when I was coming up making videos and stuff, I really had to grind and i really had to do it on my own yeah and i reached out to a lot of people here especially filmmakers and i'm not going to name any names but there weren't many people with their open arms i was, I was and gonna saying, say hey. i was gonna say talk your shit sway <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> i don't think i don't know if you can swear but i just said it <laughs> should i yeah should i start maybe make a diss track or something nah. but uh first off you i want to give a shout know, out to <laughs> then i want yeah exactly <laughs> sometimes you have to be controversial I'm just, know, saying, straight, no, I'm, I'm just kidding up, no no but I, I agree with you I, d- I don't mean to cut you off but just like you what you're just saying we didn't know anyone either that's why we took the camera and we started doing it and then slowly yeah. you start to like meet other people 
but like you know Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver in general, like I'm not I'm at least I'm not aware of. Even though there's some like creators out there, but there's no like you know like a, like a group. A there isn't like a like a, like a yeah. There isn't I mean? a community. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, yeah. I know I know like people talk about it, and I always like to like to reach out a hand to be like, hey, any yeah. filmmaking advice, please reach out. Any whatever, please hit me up. Uh, because it's it's the whole like I, I, it's almost like I'm giving the value like face to face rather than on the internet. <laughs> it's like the whole thing that yeah. like Gary V says, but uh, th- th- that's the way I see it. If I'm like helping someone from something that I've learned, and then they can take that and apply it in their own field, and great. And then maybe down the road they want to hit me up. But at the end of the day, is I just see it as that we're all trying to figure out our own voices. Everyone's unique. Everyone's different. Like I'm not gonna. You know, every, I'm not going to take anything from you if I'm helping you. I'm literally just helping you. And then in the return, you could be helping me back somehow. Uh, do you know yeah. what I mean? It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's never like all about me, 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 me. It's, uh, I, I think it's just about us in general. It's about I think I, I think you do better with the community yeah. as well. Yeah. Like as, a, as creators, like especially in a small city, um, it's better to, to, to be totally. together and help each other through the space rather than you know having egos and going separately i i see it the same way i'm curious though would you guys because a lot of creators when they get big or they have an audience or whatever they take the next step and they go to la or california <laughs> do uh is bad films gonna go to california in five years i'm just i'm just curious is I, it, so, they're gonna so, be a relocation so here's the goal right i think 2024 we're gonna set up in mars and we're gonna <laughs> yeah I mean, elon's moving us there so oh we uh, might as well I'll yeah think, pack up the gear let's I'll, go i'll subscribe to that why not start my fan yeah. base from there so <laughs> i mean like no, you know up. it's funny because I, I think so five-year plan is that but 10-year 20-year plan is maybe actually do feature films or you know like maybe later on i'm, I'm gonna be able to be like okay i've gained enough experience to you know, independently self-fund an idea that I either wrote or I know a writer that wrote an amazing script that I, you know, could be like, I love sci-fi right now. Maybe I will not <laughs> in 10, 10 years from now. So, like, uh, I, I would say, like, bad films will exist until I don't want it to exist in a way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. But as a, as a filmmaker, I think it's always about being able to work at a global level. I will always give back to Edmonton where, at whatever capacity I can. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I've lived here for like 20 years, so it's been pretty, a while. Much, pretty much my hometown. So uh, It's been a minute. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm proud of the city, even though like I'm proud to be part of the city, even though like sometimes it feels like the city doesn't do much to you. <laughs> like you're doing you're doing things for the city. You're trying to make the yeah. city like as you know, pop in a way. Like, I would love to make Edmonton be like, oh, yeah, I, you know, like, kind of like how, I'm, I'm using Drake as an example, how Drake made Toronto even more on the global level. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, maybe as a musician, he could do that. Maybe as, like, a bunch of creatives, we can do that. Uh, it's not just about me. Like, I'm just saying, whatever I can contribute to make that, then great. But, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, like, filmmaking and stories is everywhere. So, uh if if that means that we do have to move somewhere does it, it doesn't mean like um oh, this guy's sold out and he's moving to this next best thing it's like no but yeah. at the end of the day it's like as an individual 
you want to grow as a creator, as an artist. You want to always yeah. be chasing the next thing that is driving you. So uh, it could be not in Edmonton, and it could be, uh, you know, in Edmonton. But I always see it as, no matter where you are, uh, you know, just always remember where you're, you know, where you're from. And then, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Well, if I see if I see that you uh, if you if I see you start boxing, man, with oh. uh, with with uh, Logan Paul and all those guys, then I'll know you sold out, bro. Oh. <laughs> no, we'll, no, we'll jump on the podcast and explain why I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But <laughs> secure the bag, exactly. It's all about the bread. If there's baby. NDAs, then I don't know, but but, <laughs> but that's yeah. the problem too. Is like, yeah, like there's like. I know like there's there's going to be a part of your life that you have to make those decisions of like okay well now I'm offered like $100,000 for a brand deal right and do you believe in that brand deal and then if you're going to do it are people going to call you out on it so you're going to start yeah you yourself going to yeah. debate it you're like no no I got to stay humble I can't take that it's like well you really have to like I gotta stay broke. Like, like, I gotta yeah, stay like, broke. Like, at the end of the day, like I, I'm not saying like everybody. Like I, I know, I know, like some creators have publicly stated like they turn down hundred thousand dollar deals because they don't believe in the brand, and that's great because you are setting the boundaries for yourself. And I think yeah. if you keep yourself in check, then you know you're not gonna make everyone happy. People are gonna still criticize you, but you you have to grow. You have to move the needle. You know, you have to become a better person to help other people. You know what I mean? I, I see it as a, you know, if, if I'm getting bigger, then more people are also benefiting. Uh, it's not a, just myself. It's like, oh, great. Now I'm this dude who's like made a million dollars off of YouTube and I'm not going to, I'm going to keep it off for myself, go live on an island and do nothing with it. Like, come on, like, that's not the idea. That's not the point. The point is to yeah. build a community, understand like what you're passionate about and help others to grow and you know do more art in general so yeah facts yeah anything to add mazin no not really <laughs> he said it <laughs> yeah no yeah i i, I it's, it's weird like would you what would you do like if you would you move like if you had the opportunity and things are moving in the right or, direction or or apple comes out and reaches out hey yeah uh omid q films is they're gonna like we need to collaborate here's a check to do whatever one hundred percent. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, here you go. Yes, like, I, honestly, I wouldn't. Uh... I, I have. Sorry to cut you off again, but like now, now you're getting me boiled up. Like, I, 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 I have such a like a hate. I have such a hate and love, hate and love relationship with, you know, comments like people say. Uh, first of all, people who just like live behind a computer and throw comments. I just think you need to do more with your life. <laughs> like, if, if your comments are coming out of jealousy and hate, then what's the point? Like, like call me up. T tell me that to my face. Like, like what's the point? Like, I'm, I'm trying to do things for myself. And, yeah. and if that's making you mad, then I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's the I way it is. I love making people mad, bro. <laughs> but, like, it. you know, my hate... So my, do I. <laughs> my hate-love relationship with people comes when they say, oh, you sold out. But the thing is, like, one of my biggest problems when it comes to music, for example, is that musicians from Edmonton, you know, I've definitely seen more of, like, a trend in support um, that people are, in a way, like, helping each other. But, but <laughs> at the bigger scale, I still see people not truly, like, supporting 
local. Oh, support your local musician. You know right. what I mean? And then once they move to like a different city, Toronto, like, ah, oh, man, this guy sold out, man. Like, oh, he got a deal with whatever. But it's like, yeah. well, what, 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 that's exactly the point. You never supported me here. So I'm going to move somewhere else where yeah. people are actually going to appreciate me. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, art sees no race, no culture, no boundaries, no nothing. Like, art is going to move people in one way or another. If you don't like the music, move along. If you like the music, subscribe and show love. And that's kind of like the way I see it. You know, if you're just going to be a hater and throw mad comments or talk shit about it, then thank you for the publicity. And, for publicity. <laughs> and uh, yeah. other than that, it's like you're not helping, like, you know, uh, the, the creator in general and you might not be a, <clears throat> amazing today but if you see the potential if you see the dedication the love you know you, you know it's just support in any way or form goes a long way so yeah i completely yeah you said yeah. it perfectly yeah said it perfectly i i think um i think the the one thing for me is, is I want to see how high I can get, you know, what, what my, what my potential is in, in this, yeah. in this game of, of content. And, and I think like a lot of creators going to an LA and going to the hub of Hollywood and all this is, is, is for me, I want to see if, if, if I can compete, like I'm a competitor, like yeah. I love yeah, yeah. to compete and see how far I can get with this. So in in terms of like moving or going to a different city that is a bigger pool of content creators, uh, filmmakers, actors, musicians, I I get excited about that. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that doesn't mean that I forget my hometown and what I've what where my roots and my foundation is. It's just a matter of how far can I go. And a lot of guys, a lot of guys, musicians or whatnot, they do leave their city in order to become bigger and better what they do or get more exposure or whatever doesn't mean you can't come back doesn't mean you are a sellout doesn't mean you know so i i feel like especially in a city like edmonton who where there isn't a hub of creators there isn't support for creators there and now maybe uh, maybe i'm wrong maybe there is a little bit of support but it's not a hub yet. It's not a place where people see as like, no. oh, this is a spot where creators go. Exactly. Mostly creators go to Vancouver or Toronto yeah. or, or filmmakers or they go down south. Yeah. So I think uh, I think it's just a matter for me personally is is to see how far um, and how how many people I can influence and how many people I and, and, and that's and like, again, there's hundreds of creators that have done that. That doesn't mean that they don't show love back to their city or they don't come back. It's just a matter of getting yeah. to to the highest level. Yeah. Honestly, like, if if I were to move to LA, it'll just basically be just for the weather. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be so much. 100. It just wouldn't be for like, uh, well, I mean, obviously the hub is there, like you said. But I 100 percent agree mm-hmm. with what you said. I 100 yeah. like, I love the snow. Don't get me wrong, but like the weather is what's really gonna be the the the, the, yeah, mo- the motivator. But like you said, like I agree what you said. I, I'm not gonna. Yeah. I, I would just add that <clears> building. <throat> building like a hub here would definitely help the city more and people would you know like at least understand the value of what you're doing more like they would you know like and like also local brands would understand more like there's like Edmonton is such a small city like I call it like small big city because a lot of people know each other but uh you know unlike vancouver and toronto like there is a hub there you know like oh some some creators like you can you can name easily a few creators from each city but from edmonton like i don't know like people doing it 
very well, or at least they have made an impact. And if create and if they are, it's like they're lone wolves, I guess. They're just like in their own lane. Nothing wrong with that. I'm not yeah. discrediting that. But there is no like, oh, Edmonton is like, you know, a bunch of creators are coming out of here or a bunch of musicians are making out of here or, you know, they're, they're just like their own little lanes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, even though the community is alive, like I said, it's a small city. People help one another, but it hasn't really made a dent in the global in the global space where it's like, oh, things are popping here you know what i mean we're just we're just waiting for mazin to blow up so that we can all yeah we can all yeah. reap the benefits uh, after oh, after soon come soon come yeah. but on that note actually uh shout out to alfonso davies right yeah shout so, out alfonso davies bro man like well yeah from a sports perspective i mean like the only two I mean, i'm pretty sure there's more athletes people are probably going to call me out on it but ah. i only know of like alfonso who uh <clears throat> you know at 19 years age man he won the champions league the, the yeah. league the they, they they literally won everything man and then uh, i didn't i mean i knew of him a little bit when he moved to vancouver but it's crazy just like somebody from edmonton and then he shouted out edmonton yeah he shouted out edmonton uh, but but like i mean even from a i mean soccer perspective look at it i mean we, we don't have like a crazy like a uh, football club you no, know like, yeah. you have to move uh, you have to move to yeah. vancouver from vancouver to the big stage in oh, europe yeah. You know what I mean? That's it. He's so, the example, like, man. So, yeah, you should never look at it, oh, he sold out. Like, oh, you're going to tell him, like, oh, he should have stayed in Edmonton and made a big year. Like, no, he's not going to make a big year. <laughs> like, yeah. you got you yeah. got to go where the where the big impact is. That's literally the, 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 the nature of the game, right? Now, you have an opportunity where you can come <clears throat> back and make your city a relevant city and con- contender in the big space. Now, in the sports world... In soccer, unfortunately, that won't happen because <laughs> there needs to be a lot of money put into this. <laughs> but in the yeah. creator world, or like in the music world, like there was already music coming out of you know Toronto, and when Drake just put that on like new level, but clearly blast. it just went even bigger. Yeah. And you know when you have like Justin Bieber and The Weeknd and a bunch of other big you know A list artists coming Heavy out hitters. of Toronto, uh, then uh, Ontario in general, you know that okay, that's a hub, that's a hub city. Right. So yeah. we have we also have the opportunity to do that here in Edmonton. But we first have to also get recognized at, at some level 100%. <laughs> to elevate that. And then I, I'm a I'm a big I'm a big component of that. You know, if there's a community that is helping one another, you're only going to make the whole scene better. Uh, and we feed off each other's ideas. You know what I mean? Like you have an idea. I'm helping you create your idea, and, you know, and then all of a sudden vice versa. So, um, yeah. So. I, I mean, I know this topic was mostly focused on the individual creator, not so much as a business and growing your brand. That's just separate. Like growing your business is just like you and your, yourself trying to, you know, work it out, work it out and help, you know, pay the bills. And like you said, like, <clears throat> uh, but as a creator, I think we have the opportunity to create something uh, maybe outside and bring it back here or in here. Somehow we blow up uh, internally and make an impact in the other industries or maybe it's the wrong word in the other space i guess yeah and i and i think we'll see that i think yeah. uh in the next couple of years we we will see someone who uh comes out and 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 does something big for edmonton on a creative standpoint from a creative standpoint yeah, and i'd love that and you know like yeah. and you see guys like and again i go back to sean man because he's yeah he's he's killing it man like yeah. i i truly have so much respect for him yeah, for yeah. a putting himself out there but b yeah, yeah just going hard on all fronts and, and investing in totally. 
in himself and and you guys yeah, yeah. and at the same time showing love totally. like the yeah. man does does not hold back and he shows love to other creators and it's just fantastic to see that and I, and maybe we and maybe a couple other people in the city are the ones that are going to lay the foundation for creators and then we'll see these other creators start popping up and hopefully, hopefully. it'll turn into uh, a or hub hopefully man, this so. podcast inspired the, that that wave of creators to do the foundation and yeah. 100 and even if it's not us at least somebody's doing it you know at the end yeah. of the day like yeah. i'm not going to yeah. criticize anyone i just want to see a genuine community grow to help make an impact you know what i mean uh yeah. we, we all going to help each other here and then if if everyone is you know, there's nobody bigger than another person. It's just more about moving us as a as a group to be like, wow, okay, everyone's figuring out their voice. Everyone's doing something unique. And then we're all going to do something special. So uh, we all have interesting perspectives and we all come from different backgrounds. So we all bring something to the table. <laughs> I said we all, we all, we all. Amen. <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, by Sh- Sean. Singing a cappella Sh- for Sh- us. Sean's imagine. the goat, man. Sh- Sean. Sean- Sean is the goat. He, na, 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 na. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just gonna take that clip and I'm gonna send it to. Okay, him. It sounds good. <laughs> no, but yeah, he honestly, he's just. Uh, I don't know if it's been public. Uh, I don't know if it's been put out in the public yet. But Forbes just, I think, uh, gave him the best keynote speaker of 2021. Oh, uh, yeah, virtual, yeah. virtual, oh, virtual, what? virtual, best virtual. Hey, of, Forbes, so, yeah, dude. Yeah, wow, yeah. that's crazy. So, uh, big shout out. Well, he to deserves him. it, yeah. man. Shout out to yeah, him, man. Shout out. Um, big shout out. I, I don't think it's public yet, but uh, whoops, I just dropped it. <laughs> 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 there's no, there's no that's NDA there's written. No NDA, there's bro. no NDA written on that. So <laughs> exactly, exactly. We can, uh, we can publicly uh, announce it. So. <laughs> No, no that's, but yeah, that's, that's fantastic, but yeah. So man. You, you're right. I agree with everything you're saying. Um, no, it's great yeah. conversations, man. All right, one. We're gonna wrap this okay. up with one last question, and we kind of ask this to all of our featured guests. Let's do it. And I want both of you guys to answer all it. All right. Um, what What does it mean uh, to 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 be on the second floor or get to the second floor? And what I mean by that is is our whole philosophy on this show is elevating to the next level in life and and in business and so from a perspective and 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 i'd love to hear from both of you uh what is what does it mean to be on the second floor it means progress for me oh definitely it means progress bro and uh that's worth more than anything and it means recognition and respect from another creator fellow creator that i hold to another high standard as well so appreciate that thank yeah. you so that's much. love that's love thank you um i for some reason you just made me think of like matthew mcconaughey's like uh all right all right <laughs> all right all right, all right, all right. <laughs> his uh, oscar speech <laughs> and uh man he beautifully articulated the some, whole hero thing yeah uh, so the I, hero I, thing man i think I, so like it, to paraphrase now i mean i would highly recommend anyone who wants to somewhat be i don't know i would say if anyone wants to hear some words of wisdom inspiration and guidance on getting to the second floor is listen to that go listen to that speech and then paraphrasing it loosely here he's saying you know he's always chasing his hero and then and you know because like someone came up to him told him like you know who, what do you want to be in five years like you know like who, who in who 10 you, years in 10 years you know like i'm chasing my hero you know and then and then and he's like who's my who is my hero and then he realized that you know his hero is actually himself but every 
10 years, every 10 years he's getting there. Somebody asks him, so did you get there? And he's like, well, no, because now my hero is 10 years even further. Mm, yeah, so yeah. so that, that so to get to that second floor is to always be chasing to always Damn. be chasing that you know your hero your your ideas your passions your art your goals and it's all it's gonna be year, every year every step of the way and then you know that's what it means to be i think on the second floor to me bro we're about to get philosophical on this <laughs> holy is the second floor it, a metaphor to life like every step yeah. you take you get closer to that yeah we're, we're we're all chasing some thing we want so yeah that's what I, that's what i would say damn yeah man i love damn, it damn <laughs> boys that's a that's a mic drop right there <laughs> Well, I, I just want to take a second um, to appreciate both of you no, um, for that. a giving me your time and uh, your wisdom, and just uh, I, I just loved our conversation today. And I know for a fact that the the, the viewers and the listeners who are going to listen to this, um, they they're going to take some value, especially creators and people that are in our lane as well. 100%. So um, thank you guys so much uh, for coming. Thank you on. for having us. It. Thank you for having thank us. Thank you for you and the entire team. You guys are amazing. We, yes. we you know, any way we can support. I, I know we're not active on social media, but I'm going to those wisdoms, wisdom <laughs> words that I said to start today. better apply to me yeah. <laughs> and for everyone else. We'll look forward to it, man. <laughs> so, no, it yeah. was an honor. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, we look forward yeah. to, uh, you know, supporting each other and seeing you grow as well. So 100 yeah. uh, percent. Yeah amazing thank you thank you thank you boys and i and i hope that once this pandemic uh is finished we can have you guys in the studio and we'll do one uh we'll do an episode in yes. person uh, later, so. honestly crazy. i was really excited for the in-person one but uh you know hey we welcomed you to our studio yeah thanks hell yeah <laughs> so uh no we yeah. we can't wait and uh we're excited and we can't wait to do more all thank right you. that is a wrap <laughs>